This is something that holds us, where our mission is to bring people closer to their emotions through conversations about our life experiences to understand not only who we are, but who we want to be. Today joining me, I have a special guest, Bella Brigante. What's up, y'all? I appreciate you for joining me. Uh, as I start every every podcast, I'm going to start with a community meeting. Do you know what that is? No. Right, I'll break it down. I'm going to ask you three questions. And feel free to ask me the questions back. And this is how they go. How are you feeling? Amazing. What is your goal for today or this week? My goal is to make more money. Who can you ask for help? Um, I have a couple mentors that I could ask for help. Uh, hopefully, when they put out some videos of you, if we get some advertisers. <laughs> yes. Can you tell the audience uh, one fact about yourself? My favorite color is pink. Uh, we, we can definitely see that going. <laughs> uh, let's jump right in. Okay, let's go. I know you mentioned to me that you're a luxury lifestyle coach. Right. Can you define what that is? Yes. I'm a lifestyle coach in which I teach people how to be luxurious. I teach people how to dig within themselves to get the best out of life. Okay. What does luxury look like for you? Luxury looks like doing whatever you want every day, having whatever you want every day, and exuding excellence while doing so. You definitely got the confidence. <laughs> what does community mean to you? Community means love. Okay. Could you, um, what do you mean by just love? Do you love the people in your community or do you just love where you're at? Um, it means love. Like when I think about community, I think about it taking a village in order for you to be who you are. So you have to be loved on to get to the next level in life. I respect that. And you use your, um, I like how you bring that back in. Cause I would say your, are your mentors, your village? Yes. And I also, I feel like strangers too. Just like being a product of your environment type of thing. What's the most recent challenge you've overcome? Um, I guess I could say, like, I've overcome my own self, my shyness. I used to be really, really, really shy. <laughs> Get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> really, really shy and just, like, to myself. And now I'm more, like, out there, more jovial and ready to jump into things. Is there like a pivotal life experience that allows you to overcome being shy? Well, I can say this. Um, wanting more for yourself allows you to reach more for yourself. So it's kind of like a thing where I wanted more, so I had to do more. And did you, uh, I asked that because... I would consider myself, I can consider myself shy sometimes. I'm stepping into a space where I tell people all the time, like I'm learning to accept myself and to your point, wanting more for myself and being comfortable enough to go get that for myself. But right. I've had to go through something pretty traumatic to actually get that mindset. So how do you, what, I don't want you to give away the whole secret sauce, but how do you convince people to go for what they want? Um, so I just tell them that they're worth it. You're worth having what you want. You're worth living the life that you want to live. You're worth it. So why not go for it? Okay. What do you want 
out of being a luxury lifestyle coach? I want all people that I talk to and that I get close to to experience luxury and to experience the freedoms of life. Okay. What what has molded you for life? I would say the number one thing that has molded me is experience, but my family, secondly. Just being surrounded by my family and having them give me positive feedback and just being there for me gives me a lot of motivation. When you say family, what does that look like for you? How many siblings or were you who were you raised by? Um, well, I have like five siblings now. Um, now? Now, yeah. My dad had like two other kids. Okay. I still didn't meet them yet, but he has like two other kids. So I have like five siblings now. And, um, you know, just everyone that's around me, but mostly my grandmother. That's my baby right there. She's still in your life? She's still in my life. Um, she's like grinding. You know, she grinded her whole life and everything. And now she's like retired and like trying to have fun and like do these things. And I see the same for myself. So would you say your grandma's living a life of luxury? I think so. Yes. So you said your grandma's a, a grinder. Is there any story that you can pinpoint that's like, cemented or like you built a foundation off of like yeah this is why I love this person or this is why I respect this person like it's something that she has done for you or for herself um well I can say that I remember when I used to live with her when I was around 12 and 13 um she used to wake up like five o'clock in the morning just to get me to class before she went to work so I respect that because like I didn't want to take the train I didn't want to do this I didn't want to do that and she made sure that I got to school before, like, 7 o'clock. Where did you grow up? Um, various places. New York and Boston. Okay. Mostly. Favorite, do you have a favorite place? Or where, where, what, is, what has been most memorable for you? Um, well, when I moved to Connecticut, I feel like that was the most memorable for me. Because I got to see, like, a little bit more luxury. And that opened my eyes. In Connecticut? In Connecticut. Oh, I guess that is uh, Fairfield County. What they call it? The Gold Coast or something like yeah. that? Yeah. So that made me like, ah, I need this. <laughs> um, I have a, a book that I mention very often on this podcast. It's called The Book of Human Emotions. Mm-hmm. It's by Tiffany Watt-Smith. I ask people an emotion, and then you let me know if you felt it. And after I just say, if you haven't, we can just talk about it. Do you know what... Fago is. No, never heard of that. All right. It's the concept that blurs compassion, sadness, and love together. It's like having pity felt for someone in need, which compels you to care for them, but you're haunted by a strong sense that you'll lose them. Interesting. So is there like family members or friends that you might have felt pity on or even strangers that... Mm -hmm. It's caused you to care for them deeply or want to see them do better? Okay. Does pity have to be the word? I mean, let's let's say it's not the word today. What would you use? Because I feel like pity is like a negative connotation. And um, I don't know what other word I would use in its, in its place. 
But I feel, I guess it's just compassion. I feel compassion towards the situation, not really pity. Yeah, so let's say the like, uh, first definition uh, did it did it did say have, yeah. concept uh, that blurs compassion, sadness, and yeah. love. So yeah. have you felt all those together for somebody? Yes. And how does that how does that reflect in your actions? Like, do you change when you start to feel compassion or sadness for somebody, or does it just something that you acknowledge and do you believe people have to go through their journeys themselves? Um, I believe that people have to go through their journeys themselves to an extent. As far as like where willpower comes in, it's all you. You can't get that from anyone else. But again, I do feel like it takes a village. Okay. What was the last book you read? The last book I've read is um, How to Get Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. Um, he writes a lot of books, but they're like mostly about like get rich quick, not schemes, but like ideas and statements and which can help you to um, actually it's called, I'm sorry, Think and Grow Rich, not How to Get Rich, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I see money's on your mind, though. Yeah, money is always on your mind. Um, it just gives you a whole bunch of examples on how people that have made it to the top and have made it to certain places, what they've done, how they maneuver through life in a positive light. What is one thing you've taken from the book that you um, apply to your everyday life? One thing that I've taken from the book that I applied to my everyday life is never give up. If you want something, go for it. Never stop going for it. You will get it. Okay, well, I'm going to go a little deeper right now. All right. When was the last time you cried? The last time I cried? It had to be maybe like... Uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago. I'm a crybaby. You, cry. you cry about anything? <laughs> yeah, I cry about anything. I cry for movies. I cry for myself. I cry for everything. I'm a big baby. I know I, I had a lot of um, male guests on before. A mm -hmm. lot of people talk about not being able to cry and just shedding thug tears. So I'm happy to hear that yeah. you can let go. Yes, I can. I'm not ashamed of it, you know? To flip it, who or what it, who or what in your life makes you smile? Um, I would say that just when you said that, it made me think about my goddaughter. Um, Nia, she's like, the apple in my eyes. She's just a sweetheart. Is she a daughter of a friend or a family member? She's a daughter of my friend. One of my best friends. How did you meet your friend? Um, I met her through another family member. And then, like, ever since, we've just been friends. How long have you known her? Um, I would say that maybe, like, 10 years. Um, does she help you in being a luxury lifestyle coach? Or is that just separate? That's separate? Um, she helps me stay focused because she keeps me humble knowing like not what life could have been, but like what I'm not and what she is. And I'm grateful for being who I am. So you guys, uh, do you consider yourself like very like, like an opposites attract type of relationship? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's nice though. As I, I the last book I read was uh, Atomic Habits by a guy named James Clear. And he talks about having somebody that is uh 
in your corner that can hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Not just for your good and bad habits, but it could just be being uh, who you really are and keeping you to keep making sure you have integrity. Right. You know, so often people say things and they don't do them. That's interesting because I was supposed to read that book, so I'm glad you brought that up. I'll, I'll be glad to give it to you. Awesome. Um, but saying that, when you talk about like uh, being a luxury lifestyle coach and telling people that they're worth it and they they need to get up and go do what they go get what they're worth. Right. How do you hold them accountable? Okay, so what I do is I hold seminars every Wednesday. Um, And throughout the week, I allow my clients to reach out to me and ask me any questions that they need to ask me. I also hold them accountable every Wednesday. I ask them, hey, did you do this? Did you do your affirmations? Did you wake up on time? Did you eat correctly? Like, what things have you done this week that make you get to the next level? What are one one of your affirmations? I'm going to be rich. You know, I'm playing about that luxury. No, I'm going to be rich. I'm rich. Just like, you know, things like that. I have everything that I need. I'm comfortable. I'm happy. All of that. Well, other than luxury, what is the wealth? What do you feel like the wealth is going to do for you as a person? It's going to allow me to help other people further their lives. Even more than what I can, you know, give them now. So what is the end goal? My end goal is to become a humanitarian. I want to help as many people as I can to see life in a better light. And just to give some background, I know you more so as a, when I say artist, Mm -hmm. I mean a painter. Right. So when you want to give people like opportunities, what does that look like? What is, what kind of opportunities are you looking to give them? So um, what I want to do is I want to teach kids how to be an artist. I want to teach them how to reach for their goals through art. And, like, essentially make art teachers and people that can teach other people how to do art to get through anything through their, like, mental health and mental life and things like that. And we did have a conversation off air. And when you said that you're an artist, you did describe that it was in multiple forms. Right. What Can you give me some other forms that you believe that you are an artist in? Yes. Um, right now, I also do, like, spoken word but I also do a little bit of rapping right now I have a couple songs I've been recording and I'm gonna take that to the next level as well alright we're not gonna end this podcast without hearing a verse from you okay I'm gonna bring it back mm-hmm. what does self care mean to you self care means self love what actions or activities do you do to practice self care Oh, that's easy. I go to the nail salon like <laughs> twice a week. Yes, I can see your hands if you want to sh- show them to the camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. I go like twice a week. I get my nails done. I get my hair done every week. Every um, week? Every single week. Right. Every single week. Listen, treat yourself. Yeah, I go shopping like every day. <laughs> yeah. And not to, uh, the, it's funny you mentioned going to the nail salon. I'm only at a point now where I go every two weeks and... I'm only paying like $10. So like <laughs> maybe I need to up my game. Yeah. You know, you can use a little bit of, you know, oomph in that. <laughs> don't, don't listen. Well, I am getting the clear coat. So I'm yeah. doing, I'm doing a little something. You, you're doing it. And I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Call me when your nails cost a thousand dollars. Jeez, a thousand. <laughs> I can see why you ordering out and not messing them things up. <laughs> well, this next section I want to get into is called "Feel This Way." Okay. I will say a word, phrase, or statement, and I want you to tell me what emotions, thoughts, and memories it sparks. You ready? Cool. Identity. Uh, grandeur. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's go. <laughs> uh, mentor. Sophisticated. Do you want to give your mentor a shout out? Um, I have plenty of mentors, but right now I want to give my shout out to Greg Garland. He's my newest mentor in my life. Um, he's a humanitarian in Connecticut, and he gives me a lot of advice and information on moving forward in life and just being luxurious. So would you say Greg has motivated you to be a humanitarian? Yes, absolutely. The next word is mental health. Stability. Have you ever had do you, have you ever had your own challenges with mental health? Yes, I have. Um, I have like major depressive traits. So at times I can go into like a depression depressive state and just like zone out from everything that I'm used to doing and not do what I'm used to doing. And I'm a huge advocate for mental health. What act what has uh helped you get out of depressive states? Um, so again, like we said earlier, I'm an artist. So I use my art um, forms as in painting. I use my art forms as writing. And I use those forms just to like express myself so I don't have to keep all those feelings inside of me. I like that. So do you find inspiration and then uh, tap into your artistry or do you usually um find yourself in bad moods and use those to filter um what i do is i actually put myself in a sense of calm prior to what i do so i put myself in the environment prior to you know I what that. i put out there i respect that they um I really want to give you this book. It's really, they, they talk about a lot of good stuff in there, especially the stuff that you just mentioned. It's like awesome. when you build like strong habits, like let's say you, if you do feel depressed and you often go to paint or write or do whatever, some after a while, if when that becomes ingrained in you, right? just say you're feeling sad, just the idea of like setting up uh, your journal or setting up your... um your canvas right. will go calm you because you know that doing that action makes you feel better. So Absolutely. that's very interesting. Absolutely. The next word is fear. Uh, satire. <laughs> I don't believe in fear. Have you ever? I have um, when I was younger and I didn't really know how to explain what I couldn't explain. But now that I've been through life and I understand things more, I don't believe in fear. I feel like fear is something that holds you back from what you're supposed to have. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Only, uh, what do they say? What do they say? The obstacle is the way? Yeah. So face whatever you got to face. Yeah, exactly. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. You're a tough person? I wouldn't say that I am super tough, like in a way that people think, but mentally, yes, I have a force filled up here. 
I respect that. Mm-hmm. Last word is brigante. Brigante. It means lone wolf. What language is that? Spanish. Oh, shit. I, I fooled me. But <laughs> I love that, though. I respect that. So Thank you. Let's get... Um, so what does Bella Brigante mean? Um, basically, it's just me being in this world alone, carving out my own way, and bringing other people with me. I'm like the Harriet Tubman. At this point, though, I would like to hear a Bella, a Bella Brigante verse. Okay. All right. You got something for us? Yes, I do. Let's see which one do I want to do. I right, this is something that I never did before, but I'm gonna put y'all on to this one. It goes like this it's in Spanish and English. All right. Yo no quiero solo, tú yo quiero a todos, sí. En tu mamá sabes que no tengo vergüenza de mí, eh. Ya tú sabes, y que lo que, dímelo, dímelo, soy tu baby. Es verdad, y claro que, juega con mi corazón que tú quieres. I'm cold as ice like Anna Winter. Okay, okay. I got, it's, it's funny because I got a, um, I have a plan to... Become fluent in Spanish. Oh, really? Hopefully before I turn 31. You so, can. It's I, easy. I will. You I will. will. And I'm going to know what you said by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. this is a, this has been a pleasure talking with you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. And I, how I usually end the podcast is with a poem. It's going to keep it short and sweet. But I think it speaks to a lot of the stuff that we spoke about. And okay. it goes... When you feel broken into pieces, I find you mosaic. This is something to hold us.